there's one person listening to this right now, never ask an agency again to throw a number at you. Don't, don't do, those days are done. You, you, you have to, you have to understand that there's going to be an investment in digital marketing and that you are gonna set yourself up to fail if you say, just throw a number at me or say, I can't afford that. Hello everyone, welcome to Building a Better CAC by Comexis, a podcast dedicated to connecting the space between your revenue goals and sales and marketing initiatives. I'm Matthew McGordy, the social media content producer here at Comexis. I am Lem Moore, the managing partner at Comexis. So today we're continuing our look into the seven questions of the three to one in 18 process by Comexis. As a refresher, again, these questions are questions we ask our would-be clients first before we can truly begin helping them see marketing differently. Last episode, we discussed the third and fourth questions focusing on the lifetime value of a customer and the lifetime value ratio of a customer. And today we're gonna be focused on question five. What is my investment in digital marketing? So Len, you've talked a lot in the past on different podcasts we've done, different videos to the team in general, um, about some common misunderstandings uh, for digital marketing investment. Can you sort of talk about that now? So the digital marketing investment, you know, when you do a when you're looking at your customer acquisition costs, digital marketing is what would be labeled under the paid media. Um, the reality of the situation is you would just, you're almost even going to call it just, you know, paid digital anymore. So it's identifying within your customer acquisition costs what that number needs to be. And the number is predicated on two things. Number one, you want to do a, a sales funnel audit. So you want to take a look at what your current sales funnel is. If you're a company that enjoys really good referrals, if you're a company that enjoys like, you know, repeat customers, um, you know, then you may not necessarily need to live directly in the consideration and purchase stage. If you're a newer company and you're looking to generate sales right now, you're looking to get going now, well, then you're going to need to start working on the purchase phase or the consideration phase. And we'll touch on the buyer's journey stuff in again tomorrow, episode. next episode. But that would predicate where you now have to start looking at Google AdWords and so forth because you need to get some sales, uh, sales at that point. So, again... Customer acquisition cost, digital marketing goes within the customer acquisition cost. The first step, again, is auditing your sales funnel. Where do I need to fill my sales funnel up? And the second thing is the current bidding environment on Facebook and Google. Uh, you could even say Twitter. You could say Snapchat and so forth. But Google and Facebook are the most important. What the current bidding environment is, meaning, you know, what does your, if you are finding yourself as a company and you need to do pay-per-click because you've got to generate leads, okay, what does the current bidding environment look like? What do I have to spend? Uh, if you're a direct-to-consumer uh, company and you want to go on Facebook, what does the current bidding environment look like on Facebook for me to get my ads out there? Those numbers are the numbers you come back with. And again, I won't get too in-depth, but there's a whole mathematical equation you go for where if it's a million dollar revenue, you need 20 leads as we kind of walk through any other podcast, it's going to get us 50% close rate, get us down to, you know, 10 ultimate leads. There's a mathematical way in which you estimate how I'm going to get those 20 leads. And right now, especially with everything moving digital, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, uh, that's all going to pretty much happen on Google and Facebook with a support staff of sales and so forth. So, your investment in digital marketing is predicated on what Google and Facebook are telling you and are telling you what the money is going to be. Long gone are the days of throw a number at me or long gone are the days of, well, I, we only have $1,000 to spend. Those days are all gone. It's now they're going to tell you how much you have to spend and it's going to be whether you can afford that in your customer acquisition cost. Yeah, and that, that, that's a great point you brought up that, you know, obviously, part of the customer acquisition cost—part uh, of the customer acquisition cost—sales and marketing, right in there. 
And the way that the lifetime value ratio plays into that to basically determine how much you're going to have to spend either specifically to either pay an agency or for your marketing team if it's internal, um, as well as um, how much you're going to actually literally need to spend to put those ads out there. So can you talk a little bit about the importance of lifetime value ratio with your marketing investment? Yeah, so the lifetime value ratio with the marketing investment, I mean, you know, like we're using the role, of, we're using that number of $34,000 that you have to invest within, you know, $34,000 is your customer acquisition cost. And if you're, again, if your unit you're being, you're selling is $100,000, that's going to bring us down to a three to one. So is the question you're asking about the $34,000? I, I guess the question is, how much of, like in our example, $34,000, how much of that needs to be dedicated specifically to digital marketing initiatives? Again, I think that's predicated on, that's predicated on, that's 100% predicated on exactly where your funnel is, what your sales funnel is. Again, if you're looking at the sales funnel and it's totally empty, uh, you're going to need to do a little awareness. You're going to need to do, you know, then you're going to have to couple that with consideration. If you have past clients, you're going to have to maybe start looking at retention. And if you really have to kind of pay the bills, you need to get stuff going, that's going to then you have to start living in the purchase phase, which again, puts you squarely at Google AdWords, which is not going to play nice with your customer acquisition costs. Google AdWords is going to blow your customer acquisition costs out the window, which if you realize this is what I have to do, then it's the whole larger conversation of, do I have to lay off people? Do I have to raise the prices on my products? You know, is there, you know, do I have to get a smaller office? People may say, well, that's crazy. You're, you're, maybe you're saying get a smaller office or lay off people or raise the prices of my products just because of what Google and Facebook are telling me. Yes. Google and Facebook, people get so concerned. They're like, well, it's my privacy and it's this and it's that. And that's what bothers me. What should bother you about Google and Facebook is not about your privacy. The minute you bought your phone and turned the on button on, your privacy went out the window. Let's call it the way it is. What should concern you about Google and Facebook is that they're now controlling your customer acquisition costs, which inadvertently is going to control how you hire people and is going to control the margins of your company, which is a game changer. Never in the history of business has the New York Times or ABC or anything when you were advertising back in the traditional days controlled your business the way it did now. Because while the New York Times and ABC had their own viewership, and I'm you know jogging my memory or jogging or showing my age. The reality of it, we're at a situation right now where everybody is on Facebook and Google. You can't say, well, not my client. Well, yeah, they are. Everybody's on there. And when everybody's on there, Google and Facebook are looking at you saying, you want to come through the gates? You got to pay me. It ain't that hard. Uh, and we're not even telling you once you go through the gates, it's going to be that easy for you. It's going to even cost you more money. So when you start embracing that and understanding that at that point, you're now going to make better and different business decisions on who am I going to hire? Do I need an agency to run this? Should I hire internally? Do I really need that office? And I know I keep touching on that, but sales and marketing and the role that digital marketing plays within there is so critically important for you to understanding this rapidly changing environment. So hopefully that answered your question, but that's why we are where we are. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that answered it perfectly. Um, before we close the episode, do you have any final things you want to mention about investments in digital marketing? I, th I think the number one thing in digital marketing is before you, before you say, I don't want to invest in digital marketing or, you know, if there's one person listening to this right now, never ask an agency again to throw a number at you. Don't, don't do, those days are done. You, you, you have to, you have to understand that there's going to be an investment in digital marketing and that you are going to set yourself up to fail 
if you say, just throw a number at me or say, I can't afford that. If you're going to say, just throw a number at me, you're going to probably have smart digital agencies walk away from you. If you say, I can't afford that, then take a step back and ask yourself, what can I do within my operating margins to get the money allocated over to digital marketing? Because that is where you are right now. It's kind of all I really got to say. Yeah, and, and can you touch on how the uh, how our process can help somebody determine what their digital marketing, just very briefly, because I, I think you touched on something great, which is if you are going through this process with us, we're not going to throw a number at you. We are going to figure out exactly the number you need to hit your revenue goal to hit ideally to hit the three to one lifetime value ratio depending on obviously where your business is and in, in terms of growth and, and things like that um so you can just touch on that very briefly yeah so our process i think that the number one thing our process does you you could you couldn't have said it or i couldn't have said any better than what, what you just said is that our process generally does show you what you have to spend in digital marketing we do a full funnel audit we identify exactly what you need we also understand your operating margins. We also understand your gross margins. And then we come back to you and say, okay, these are the numbers you have to invest in digital marketing. And if you think, you know, and there's a couple ways to look at it. We can look at it as an investment. You know you're going to lose money, but you're going to do it. If you come back to me and say, I can't really change my operating margins, so I can't do an investment, I can do different types of money. At that point, what our process will do is recalibrate your revenue goal, or it may recalibrate and say, okay, well, from a digital market perspective, we're going to sell this product because you can you're, you can get your money back here. Uh, and lastly, you may say, hey, maybe you don't have this global opportunity because you don't have the money, so why don't we maybe start looking at a geolocation where we can sell it. Just because Google and Facebook tell you you got to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars doesn't necessarily mean you have to. I don't want to talk out of both sides of the mouth. If you realize that you can't compete with the money they're telling you to go after, then you just step back and recalibrate your revenue goals. You recalibrate where you're going to be marketing the product. So our process will help you walk through that and say, this is the proper way I can grow with the money I have. Yeah, this is kind of, I think this, this question and, and, and this step in, in quotes is kind of the culmination of all of the other things that we've asked about. Your revenue target, your customer acquisition costs, the lifetime value and the lifetime value ratio sort of come together in that there's no, there's no guessing anymore. It's this, and if this doesn't work, we got to go back to the books. We got to retool some things so that we can do our best to make it work to make sure that you're you're hitting real actionable goals. You're no longer just you know throwing a hundred dollars at Facebook and hoping that's enough um, to, to to reach whatever goal it is that you're trying to reach. You now you now at least at minimum have the knowledge of this is the number. This is what it has to be. And if for some reason you can't do that got to rework whatever it is that your goal is or your CAC or your operating costs, et cetera, et cetera, to, to, to get there. Um, and then the next step obviously would be where is that investment allocated, which is coincidentally the next episode that we're going to be covering. That's all for today's episode of Building a Better CAC. Check us out on Comexis.com, YouTube, and anywhere you can get your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter at Comexis. Thanks for listening.